hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Starsage, coming to you for a change aboard the Lady Jimora, Her Majesty's carriage. Don't you know? It has been a while. The last time you heard from me, I was going to and fro the city in my new responsibilities aboard the good old Jolly Roger Union bucket. And, uh, well, with the help of uh, a few work friends, including my friend Mario, we finally rode off into the sunset at the candy shop there. We uh, are able to continue working from home semi-permanently, and by that I mean uh, on paper we have permission to keep doing things, uh, sort of, you know, business as usual, or BAU as they say in the biz. Uh, Basically, we are okay to keep doing what management does until they decide they're not doing it anymore, and uh, well, it's safe to say they're going to keep doing things remotely because um, the man at the top who's paying all the bills, our new CEO, thank God he's British, <laughs> forward-thinking folks, um, believes it's the future of our company. So, knock on wood, uh, I won't be having to pay for astronomical parking in Oslo the way I used to in the uh, former chapter of my life, but uh, today is a happy occasion. It's a uh, a weekend getaway, and uh, shortly Hubby and I will be celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary, so there's uh, the usual suspects in the old carriage here, and I'm going to let each one of them say hello, and here is Hubby. Hello. It's my dear sweet Billy, and uh, in the the mother-in-law seat, we have our dear friend Tommy from the Great White North Fort Maple. Say hello, Tommy. Hello, Tommy. We can hear you. So we are uh, headed out of town. Yes, it's exciting because we've been all... Um, just uh, sort of locked up in our own little worlds, trying to uh, get through this fog of reality that uh, we are all trying to suffer through. Yes, COVID. And um, being uh, mindful and you know, making sure we've got our masks and, uh, you know, no, no, no uh, petting strangers, you know, um, using the hand sanitizer. Well, like I said, I've been working from home, so... I don't get out much, and uh, Hubby has been kind enough to agree to let me be seen in public with him. So we are planning a little adventure. We're getting out of town. How long has it been since we last had an adventure like this? A couple years. At least. And um, we're going to have an adventure. Like I said, we're going to a place called Howe's Cavern. It's a natural wonder, and uh, for those of you in the great Excelsior State, New York, uh, you probably know a little about it, but basically it was a uh, a farmland that uh, in Victorian times 
the uh, the head of the, the the ranch followed his cows because they were disappearing from the land in the hot summer months. They were they were crossing the creek and going up to a cave that seemed to have quite the generous, cool draft. And of course, the story goes that when he went to explore the cave, he learned that there was a enormity below. There were caverns and chasms and even a little underground river that'll all be part of the experience later today. But uh, as I mentioned, each of us has had our own experience of the past year and we are just thrilled to have the opportunity to get together as friends and you know behave like it was the old days once again we're gonna have dinner out we're gonna have a hotel room i don't know who we think we are i mean i i might actually just break down and buy a tiara for goodness sake but uh let's get our feet back on the ground for a moment and uh have a few things to say about the coming weekend what are you excited about and what are your thoughts about the weekend? Well, I'm excited not to be working. And I'm excited to get out of the house and actually freaking do something. We've been trapped into that place like crazy people. It's not right. But just getting out of the house and enjoying ourselves, it sounds like fun. That was Hubby Billy, of course. And now on to the Great White North. And our bestie, Tommy. Tommy, what are you looking forward to this weekend? I'm looking forward to these caverns. Very interesting and fascinating. More, um, more, more, actually, I'm kind of concerned that I don't freak out in these caverns. So, so we'll see how that goes. But I'm also looking forward to um, dinner out and uh, hotel rooms. Um, just kind of leaving my worries behind for 48 hours and have some fun ladies and um, that's probably going to be enough for me right now I am um, having a rough time so it's uh, good to be out of the, out of, um, the great white north okay well uh, and we've um, made uh Tommy agreed, we, we darn near had to have him sign a waiver, that this time he wouldn't be putting bubble bath in the hotel jacuzzi. <laughs> we use Dawn. We use Dawn. It's, it's the dawn of a new era. We also told him that if he wanted to rip his clothes off in the caves and run through it, they do have a special day for that planned later in September. <laughs> when, when we're not along for the trip. It's called the Frey and Naked, naked in the Cave. Naked and Alone, is that it? Oh, it's, it's a... It's, a it's called Naked in the Cave. It's a naturist event, apparently, at Howe Caverns, and it's a... Well, I'm not sure if it's private property, but it is a ticket event, so, um, you know, if, if that floats your boat, if that's something you find freeing and you're in uh 
the uh, the capital region of New York at any point in time in your travels, you might want to check that out. I'm sure it's a very freeing experience, much like the breezes in the caverns. Although, um, I did remember, since this is only our second time going, I grew up in New York and I remember seeing commercials for this place, but I never got to go because Dad was a homebody and I was lucky if I got to see my aunt and uncle in Florida every oh, about every half dozen years or so. But uh, anyways, I brought a sweatshirt because it does get chilly in the cavern and, um, well, to quote a character on Seinfeld, the water was cold! But uh, anyways, I myself am looking forward to the weekend. Uh, as I may have mentioned already, it's been a while since we've had an adventure. And, you know, it may be my wedding anniversary and we may have brought in a, a well, um, a, 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 a chaperone. <laughs> Someone's got to hold the camera. Exactly. So those are just the highlights of our, um, you know, little carriage ride out of town. And uh, there will probably be much more hilarity to ensue. But I thought I would take a few moments to step out and... Uh, I'll give you a little update, and uh, when you hear from me next, uh, it will probably be from our hotel this evening. Ta-ta! Saturday. And looky there. Through the magic of post-production, we are now in the next day. So, uh, rather than sweep that under the rug, we'll take a look back and reflect on the goings-on a few moments ago, but in reality it was yesterday. So, uh, we arrived yesterday at Howe Caverns. And it was actually, uh, Hubby Billy's and I, our uh, second time there, but it was still very magical and uh, wonderful. And, uh, well, it wasn't the only thing that went on that day. We did get to have a night's stay in a reasonably priced uh, accommodation, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll share a few thoughts from the day. So, what did you enjoy about our trip to House Cavern and uh, just the day in general, honey? We got to drag Tommy along. He's never been in our favorite deep dark hole. So, we get to drag him all over the wonderful state see what we can do today. And unofficially, we've decided that this is the Star Sage Black Cherry Tour. Honk! Um, <laughs> so we, uh, we've checked out of our hotel and uh, we are headed back towards uh, the chateau and uh, not quite apple country, but we have another day out. So we'll be chronicling that uh, a little later on. But uh, we enjoyed a nice lunch at the cafe at the, the caverns there. Um, there's a, a whole business with a gift shop on the grounds there. And they even have a motel for those that want to stay nearby. Um, we haven't actually had the pleasure as of yet, but someday we may decide to, uh, you know, investigate. Um, as I've mentioned, or maybe I haven't, uh, they do a, 
a variety of different types of tours at Howe Caverns. Uh, they actually will do a special version of their tour during the Halloween season, and they do special events, private events, like, uh, you know, as I mentioned, for those who are into um, being naturists, they have a clothing optional version of the tour. Naked in a cave. Yes, and uh, they, are, they even sell robes celebrating that event. But it's cold down there, what happened? Yes, uh, like Seinfeld I mentioned a moment ago, but... Uh, Berkey tops, shrinky bottoms. Yes, but uh, lunch was quite enjoyable. I had a nice wrap. It was a cordon bleu. It was, uh, you know, a nice chicken breast and uh, ham. And uh, I think it had a honey mustard sauce to it. Um, I'm forgetting what you had, but I think you also had a wrap, didn't you? I had a panini, and you have to mention the they were thick and tasty. And I'm sure they probably each had a stick of butter. <laughs> At least two. <laughs> and of course, if you follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash djstarsage, uh, you'll see some of the pictures of our adventures yesterday, including me standing a little too close to a piano that they said, uh, please don't touch. Uh, but, you know, I'm not a professional. I only play one, uh, not on TV, but hey. So, uh, we had uh, lunch out, and we went to the caverns. We had a fun-filled day, and as we mentioned, we dragged around along our bestie Tommy. And uh, Tommy, if you would, uh, please delight the listeners with your thoughts about yesterday. Well, you know, to start, I will say that it's not possible to have an absolutely grand time because we're missing our compatriot, Toppy Smelly. Um, he's here in spirit with us but, uh, as we travel the rolling hills of the Cobbleskill area, which is absolutely beautiful. It's green, green, green everywhere. It's a great time of year to travel because everything's grown in and it's not starting to die yet, so it's beautiful. So we got to House Caverns, which is uh, located, like I said, picturesque, lovely Cobblestone, New York, in that area. It's a little ways away, but um, what I noticed about the House Caverns is that it's very well managed and very well put together. And um, the price is reasonable. And, um, it's a real nice place to eat, and there's a beautiful gift shop, and uh, the caverns themselves are really, really fantastic. Something um, that I've never seen the likes before. Um, my favorite part uh, is when they turn the lights out, and it's a darkness that is beyond dark. <laughs> it is like dark. <laughs> you can't see anything. I'm wondering um, if the tour guides moon us when they do that. <laughs> they probably flip us off. You know. Hand jobs in the dark. It's a little bit like uh, what I imagine going to the catacombs in Europe are like. Because you're in the depths of the earth. In fact, part of the tour or part of the cavern's experience is a section called the Winding Way. And if you're not a skinny mini, you might take the detour on that one because 
Yes, because uh, it's a little bit like having to be a greased pig to get through some of those nooks and crannies. Yes, but the cool part is, it is one of the world's most impressive actual hands-on experience of water erosion over hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years. That this 14 foot high, two to three feet wide winding way was literally dripped through by water and formed it. And you get to go through it. And uh, there are many picturesque areas within this experience. In fact, uh, as I mentioned, we chronicled that um, afternoon on my Instagram. Lots of pretty poses, and of course, Hubby and I are shortly celebrating our 10-year wedding anniversary, so during the trip, uh, we made sure to step on the, the heart-shaped stone in an area called the Bridal Altar. Um, historically, they had a section of this cavern that in its earlier days, and I'm talking about um, just before Victorian times, so like in the 1880s or so, the original owner of the property, uh, Mr. Lester Howe, his daughters each had their weddings at this uh, section of the caverns. So they call it the bridal altar, and in more recent years they've placed a heart-shaped stone on the floor that's backlit and glows around it. So Hubby and I both took a turn standing there, and as the story goes, depending on how long you've known each other, um, you are either going to get engaged, move in together, or have a second honeymoon. So, um, I'm thinking that we're working on the second honeymoon, and, um, well, we'll just keep you posted. (laughs) But, uh, you know, before we wrap up the discussion of yesterday, I don't think that uh, any talk of that could be complete without mentioning the very charming and wonderful restaurant that we stumbled across in the fair village of Cobleskill with a lovely little Irish pub called Chieftain's Restaurant. And I'll leave that to my compatriots to give you their highlights. Hubby, how did you enjoy the restaurant? I liked it very much. I asked our lovely waitress if the owners were indeed from Ireland because it very much felt like we were back in our lovely city of Dublin. They had pretty much set it up just like an Irish pub would be when we visited Ireland. The food was awesome and it was extremely nice. What did you think of it, Tommy? Um, it was a very nice restaurant. I liked the decor. It was pretty and it was tasteful and it was fitting. And my dinner was fish and chips, which was really good. And the only thing I would say is they could use one or two menu items that were vegetarian because nothing on the menu was vegetarian. But um, that'd be it. That'd be the only thing I would say that they could use it for Yes, but in this. I also want to add that um, my dear friends Billy and DJ um, have been wonderful hosts for me, and I truly appreciate it very, very much. They're a great, great couple guys here. Thank you. And uh, coincidentally, it was also recently another turning of the calendar for our best friend 
uh, Tommy here. So we were able to coincidentally roll in together our upcoming wedding anniversary and the celebration of the, um, the journey around the sun. Somebody had to hold the camera. Exactly. And uh, I myself enjoyed this restaurant because as Hubby Billy said, it was quite charming. It reminded us a lot of our brief visit to Ireland way too many years ago now. Um, even before the pandemic, we kind of let our homeowner's responsibilities get the best of us in the, uh, the pocketbook department. Hopefully it won't be as many years ahead of us before we stamp our passports once again. We'd like to cross the pond and perhaps visit merry old England, if not Scotland at the very least. But anyways, the Chieftain's Restaurant was uh, very lovely and uh, it was absolutely independent. There was nothing about it that said franchise or chain and a lot of charm and character. Uh, it was in a historic downtown setting and the area that we were seated at in the dining room uh, was very nice indeed. In fact, it felt like we had our own private dining room. Now, for those of you who are familiar with um, more formal restaurants or perhaps just simply uh, Indian restaurants, they often have what's like a little pagoda or a tent just for your dining table. And uh, this, this little uh, corner might have once been a nook for a kitchen or something of that nature, but it possibly had the original ceiling to the, uh, the establishment there because uh, unlike the, the main bar area that had a drop ceiling, this had a bit of character. It was like one of those pressed tin ceilings you might have seen in an older building. But all in all, it was a wonderful treat and when we come back to this neck of the woods, we definitely plan to visit again. And, um, you know, it was just nice to see that, that little added bit of art next to the fireplace in the dining room. They had a sketch of the famed Irish poet and author, James Joyce. So uh, we even managed to bring some leftovers back to our hotel room. But uh, we are getting a bit far on our journey here, and uh, we're passing some horses and buggies. So the next time you'll hear from us, uh, it'll probably be later this evening. Sunday. Okay, and here we are once again. And uh, if you just uh, close your eyes and imagine, it is yet another day later. And, uh, well, bittersweet somewhat because we are uh, just rounding out our little adventure, the Star Sage Black Cherry Tour. And, well, maybe some of us are more ready for the weekend to be over than others, but on the brighter side of things, I do have yet another day with my hubby uh, tomorrow. Woohoo! I don't have to go to work, but uh, we're going to be back in our familiar abode and uh, maybe even going to the hardware store to get some paint because I won a victory. Yes, you might have heard me mention earlier that uh, I get to stay working from home. So my little office, my little corner of the house, the candy cupboard 
is going to get a makeover treatment a la Claire Huxtable. And uh, I say that because uh, when I was a kid, uh, she was one of the, the first role models of, uh, of power women on TV that I saw. So I figured her and Sue Ellen Ewing are both the, uh, the pillars from which I build my office from there. So we are leaving the uh, second night on our weekend, long weekend adventure. And uh, last night we had one more stopover before getting home, even though it was just about an hour's drive from home, we decided it was time to haul it in because we, we didn't really want to be that close to home yet. So we, uh, we hitched our wagon and uh, called it a night. And uh, we did a little bit of junk shopping before we had dinner but uh, of course as I'm privileged to have the company of others on this trip I will let them speak for the wonderment uh, I mean what's your two cents on our last day well we didn't want to go home so what do you do on your last day well not much of anything so we just took in a thrift store and my favorite fast food place Dairy Queen. And now we have an hour on our lovely throughway, hoping we get home because, well, they were a little nuts and decided to remodel the rest stops. Not one, but 90% of them. So hopefully nobody has to pee in the car. Um, yes, one would think that with the spending they're doing, it's, it was an election year, but I actually believe that's next year. Uh, but uh, either way, they decided that it was time to revamp the rest areas along the New York State Thruway system. So, as Hubby said, uh, you know, we, we've crossed the moat and there's no going back. But, uh, well, we had some experiences with our last night in the, the Salt City area, the, uh, you know, Syracuse as it's called here in New York. And uh, what did you find at the uh, discount store there, hon? Who, me? I don't think we found anything. You found a movie. Oh, yes. We went to our lovely Dollar General next to our hotel. And I found a gem from the 80s called Your. It's kind of like a Conan with Star Wars mixed into it. It's going to be extremely bad. It's going to be fun. <laughs> and uh, we also decided to uh, find a place to sit down to eat. No, we didn't go to Wendy's. No, no McDonald's. We wanted to go somewhere nice with a sit-down restaurant experience. And, uh, well, we spun the wheel of culture and decided... Uh, that we were gonna go to what type of place, Tommy? I believe it was um, um, Middle Eastern, specific to what country, I don't know. So I, I, I haven't figured that out yet. Yes, uh, well, I've been to, we have been to a couple of different places, but uh, the, these restaurants that specialize in Middle Eastern foods, um, it's the like of, um, Egyptian or Moroccan 
Uh, so, you know, you might get something with couscous or you might get a falafel, but uh, I think that this family may have been from uh, the country of Jordan, which uh, borders on uh, is that Israel. Um, but it was a very delightful experience. Now, we actually have only been to maybe one or two uh, restaurants that specialize in this type of fare. But I was, all in all, fairly pleased because uh, this was a very uh, intimate, casual dining experience. And we were greeted by none other than the son of the owner so it was a family run business and uh, he seemed to have quite a bit of knowledge of items on the menu and uh, rather than just simply tell you what I had I'll let you know what uh, my my dining partners had so we'll go start off with hubby do you remember what you had that night I had a plate called the Arabic hungry boy it had a lovely smoked seasoned rice, a nice side salad with a Greek dressing, and it had a beef stew type of meat that was in it, and with pita. I can't tell you what spices was in it, but it was darn good. I'll save mine for last, and Tommy seemed to be uh, quite surprised with the enormity of their offerings. He got a little bit of uh, attention from the waitstaff as uh, one or two of the items he requested uh, seemed to be sold out. Someone uh, came in that day and put in a bumper crop of an order because, of course, many restaurants, uh, well, you don't dare make up too much food in advance if you don't know how much is going to sell. And Well, they sold out of all of this uh, particular item, but uh, Tommy, what did you end up ordering off the menu that night that you enjoyed? Well, what I really wanted was the Dalmatis, stuffed grape leaves, but they were out of those. Um, They called them, what was it, Galindas or something like that? So yeah. Anyway, um, I ended up getting the very boring sounding falafel plate, and it had falafel. And it had hummus, handmade hummus, and pita bread, and it came with a nice salad, and um, it had a really pungent uh, dressing on it. It was good. Um, and then we ordered fried cauliflower, which apparently is pretty popular for that um, young man's culture. And um, I liked the cauliflower. But the sauce that came with it was just not for me. You know. We but think it was possibly a yogurt sauce. It was, a, it was like a really super, super strong yogurt. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for that. Now, do you remember what our server said about the falafel, but there was a nickname for it? Oh, no, I missed that. Yes, yeah, so, well, Tommy is a, a fairly much a vegetarian in most rites. And uh, when he was talking with our server, they said that uh, falafel is pretty much the nuggets, like oh, the chicken nuggets. Yeah, like chicken nuggets for vegetarians. That was very uh, apt because they kind of look a little bit like the, the, all the round dish and the brown and crispy chunks. So there you go. Um, I just love falafel. 
And uh, were you no. still hungry by the time the meal ended? No, I was full. I was piggy. <laughs> the portions were quite generous, and uh, some of us had takeout containers to return to our hotel with. And, and if the maid is lucky, she looks in the refrigerator. Exactly. <laughs> and the dish that I had, like, well, I'm forgetting. Oh, no, actually, I remember now. Uh, because, uh, well, the... The, uh, the keyboard on my phone there, I was leaving a review for the restaurant. The keyboard it tried to tell me that it was a, a name of a Disney character, but uh, it was just similar. It was called Mutafa, M-U-T-A-F-F-A. And uh, it was a delightful chicken dish that was seasoned and spiced. And I do believe it probably had tamarind, which is a very popular spice in many Middle Eastern dishes. And it had a sauce, a, a lemon sauce, that um, it had a bit of tartness. It might have had a balsamic vinegar to it, but there were also, and I'm sorry, Ramble Redhead, you'll have to skip over this part. There were pickles, and uh, they were of a dill variety. And I had never had that flavor combination before. There, actually, there were also um, slices of potato in the dish as well. So uh, very tasty. And it was served with a side of rice that was also cooked in a lemon-based uh, preparation. And uh, I just could not let the sauce go to waste. So I, I had to make use of the rice and... Well, they, they, they just all went into the pool like the kids at the park. Um, but it was just absolutely scrumptious. And I cleaned my plate. So uh, definitely a place that we would go back to. Possibly my fondest memory uh, other than going to the caves for our long weekend experience. So um, other than that, I've come to the conclusion that uh, these dollar stores that we go to for our snack cakes and our chips and whatnot, they're pretty much the liquor stores to the alcoholic. So I'm going to do my best in the coming months to avoid them because now that I am working from home and I'm no longer under the idle threat of being yanked back into the office, I really have no excuse for the stress eating, so we'll keep you updated on the progress there, on because uh, Hubby and I are going to go home and we're going to put together the bike that I bought about a month ago, or isn't that right, honey? Sure, honey, we're going to go home and put together a bike. Uh-huh. What he means to say is that he plans to go home, take a nap, and then maybe watch a movie with me when we have dinner. But, uh, you know, this is from the guy who still leaves the house every day to go to work and has a job that has some physical demands. But I digress. Anyways, um, well, I will say that that is perhaps the end of the Black Cherry, uh, the Star Sage Black Cherry tour. Uh, think of that what you will. We did go into a, a deep, dark place. Um, and, uh, you know... We are still recovering. <laughs> but uh, in the coming month, we'll begin uh, a new season of Matinee Minutia. We just aired our 63rd episode. We're almost ready to be uh, getting a discount at the restaurants, folks. 
Uh, next month, after the Labor Day holiday, we'll begin season four. So there'll be a whole new uh, bar set for hilarity and hysteria. And uh, won't you tune in for that? Uh, but for now, this is DJ Star Sage. You've been listening to Shirley Adjust, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. And uh, as always, you can tweet me on Twitter at DJ Star Sage. Email me at djstarsage at gmail.com and I will let out my uh, traveling companions bid you fond farewells. Have a good day. Farewell. So long. Bye-bye. Avita Zane, they would say. Alrighty, folks. This is from The Carriage. Ta-ta. This has been an Alibug production. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Beard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.